It's Thursday, June 9th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Democratic-controlled House passed a broad package of measures intended to reduce gun violence while parents and other witnesses shaken by mass shootings in their communities asked lawmakers at a congressional hearing to act to prevent further deaths. The House bill, approved 223 to 204, pulls together a series of gun measures that have backing in the Democratic Party but little support among Republicans, making the proposal a non-starter in the evenly split Senate, where 60 votes are required to advance most legislation. Senate negotiators are working on a narrower set of proposals centered on school security, supporting state red flag laws, and adding juvenile records to background checks to keep guns out of the hands of potentially dangerous people. The House gun bill, called the Protecting Our Kids Act, would raise the age for purchasing semi-automatic rifles and shotguns to 21 from 18. It would also require gun owners to store their guns so that minors can't access them without permission, imposing as many as five years in prison if a child accesses an unsecured gun and kills or hurts someone. In financial news, the U.S. and its allies are searching for ways to limit further surges in global oil prices attempting to balance efforts to cut off Russia's revenue from its energy sales while shielding the global economy from a possible recession. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said this week that the U.S. was involved in extremely active talks with European allies about efforts to form a buyer's cartel and set a cap on the price of Russian oil. A goal in the talks is to keep Russian oil available on global markets to buyers such as India and China, which could help stabilize prices already trending at roughly double pre-pandemic levels, while at the same time constructing a mechanism Western countries could use to restrict Russian revenues from the sales. Because European entities import a much larger amount of Russian oil, its moves have larger consequences for global prices. In political news, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol begins a marathon of public hearings with a primetime session today as it seeks to convince a divided nation that former President Donald Trump's claims of a stolen election incited his followers to try to interrupt the peaceful transfer of power. The committee, comprised of seven Democrats and two Republicans, is expected to deploy a combination of video, audio, and live testimony to lay out its take on the day's events using previously unseen material it has gathered so far in its nearly years-long investigation. In other news, an armed man was arrested near Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home early Wednesday and charged with attempted murder after making threats against the justice, authorities said. Nicholas John Rusk, 26 years old of Simi Valley, California, was allegedly carrying a pistol with two magazines and ammunition, a knife, pepper spray, zip ties, and various household tools at the time he was arrested, according to the Justice Department. The arrest intensified concerns over acts of violence ahead of key Supreme Court rulings, congressional votes, and the midterm elections and came just days after a gunman carrying a list of elected officials shot and killed a retired Wisconsin judge. Police have increased security for the justices after the leak last month of a draft opinion suggesting the conservative wing of the court was preparing to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. After being transported to a police station, 
Mr. Rosk allegedly told detectives that he was upset about the leaked draft opinion as well as the mass shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. And President Joe Biden began this week's Summit of the Americas aiming to push for regional progress in addressing economic development, climate change, and migration, despite the absence of some notable counterparts from Latin America. With the U.S. playing host to the gathering for the first time since 1994, Biden and his team set about strengthening relationships and moving past the considerable drama over which world leaders would participate. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.